Made Podcast. I am your host, Will Kavolksworld.com, and I am so incredibly grateful that you have taken the time to join me for another great episode. Here at the D-Rate to Hate Podcast, we're all about bettering the world one attitude at a time. You know, we did not create the hate, but with your help, we can derate the hate. It starts with each of us as an individual. So what have you done today to make your life a better life? What have you done today to make the world a better place? Making your life a better life starts with individual accountability. How we act, how we react, no matter what happens to us, how we react to it makes the difference. Friends, one of the great things about a bad attitude is we as individuals have the power to change it. One great way to do that, share the D-Rate the Hate podcast. Share it with your network of friends. Get them to share it. Subscribe. Leave us ratings and feedback. Always greatly appreciated. And with that, let's go. Friends, have you ever heard somebody use the phrase, correlation doesn't imply causation? And have you ever wondered what that means? Uh, I don't think a lot of people realize what that means. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that today. Um, Certainly, if you've listened to the podcast very much, you've probably heard me say it or one of my guests say it. But uh, I think it's important because, unfortunately, there's a lot of people out there, and I talk about this a lot, there's a lot of people out there that like to use certain correlations to imply causation, but it does not always add up. It doesn't pass the smell test. And they use it because, or they misrepresent that correlation as causation because it's a great way to keep the masses riled up. It's a great way to keep people divided, keep them mad, keep them scared. And uh, unfortunately, that is, uh, that is what they do. Politicians are notorious for this. Uh, we see it a lot in the news, in the news media, commentary sections of, of most newspapers. They, they love to take these correlations and imply causation because it causes conflict, it causes it causes division, it keeps people mad, it uh, anger, aggravation, anxiety, those things, they sell soap, they keep people coming back for more, and the news media knows it, they know it, they use it, they, uh, they love to take that correlation, imply causation, and get people riled up, that's what they do. So, this week I do not have a guest. Just me, Wilk, talking with you. I'm so grateful to have you here as always. And uh, so we're going to talk a little bit today about correlation and causation and the fact that correlation doesn't imply causation, but causation always implies correlation. That's also very important and we can't ignore that either. That's just a fact. It's the way it works. Not going to be a real long episode this week. I do want to let you know we do have some fantastic guests coming up in the next few weeks. Very, very inspirational people. Uh, got an author, got a life coach, got a TEDx speaker. I think they might all be a TEDx speakers, actually. Several, <laughs> several of the people that we get on uh, on the D-Rate They Hate podcast have had uh, had TEDx speeches and and personal speaking backgrounds, and uh, that is always so greatly appreciated because you know. If they've been on stage in a TEDx event, they have got serious value to bring to the table, and uh, I'm just always enamored by all the greatness that they bring and the value that they bring to our listeners. So uh, again, next couple weeks, be sure to tune in. Great guests coming up, and uh, you know, just more people out bettering the world uh, like we're here to do. So 
All right, back to uh, correlation and causation. Correlation describes an association between variables. Uh, when one variable changes, so does the other one. And uh, one thing that comes to mind a lot when I talk about correlation and causation and things that your politicians and, and the news media love to do to build that division between us, to build that animosity, that, that anxiety between people is talk about... Uh, race and racism and systemic racism in the criminal justice and judicial system and, and things like that. And, and I think it's, it's very important that we point out how disingenuous it is to talk about systemic racism in, in our judicial system and, and not ever bring up the fact, not ever go to the nucleus of the problem and actually discuss why and how people of whatever race ended up in the judicial system in the first place, ended up in our criminal justice system in the first place. So they like to throw things out there, just this hyperbole about, you know, white supremacy or uh, systemic racism in our, in our criminal justice system and things like that, but they never talk about why, how, what is the other variable that may have, it, that may have contributed to this rather than just being race. Because the fact of the matter is, is most people, most logical thinking people would look at this and understand that it's not just about race. There are other outside variables and we can talk about, you know, what, what kind of variable, but there's generally a third variable or a confounding variable involved in that situation. Okay. And, and, and in the case of the criminal justice system and people who, I don't care if it's criminal justice system, I don't care if it's poverty I don't care if it's education, they, they try to attribute it to race, but it's not truly about race. And, you know, my friend uh, Kendall Qualls and I talked about this way back in, in episode 44, I think, talking about his, his organization, Take Charge Minnesota, and how it has a lot more to do. And I'm talking about that confounding variable, that third variable in the situation. It has more to do with the fact that there's a fatherless home involved than the race behind it. Because if you actually look at the criminal justice system and those committing crimes, I don't care if they're white, black, Hispanic, whoever, if that home is without a father in it, that child is much more likely to commit crimes and end up in the criminal justice system from a very early age. And, and it does it, it, that's independent of race. It just so happens that more people of color now live in, in this day and age, live in fatherless homes. It's just happening. So while the rate of children or, or the rate of juveniles that are ending up in the criminal justice system and then end up living a life of crime is greater in homes without fathers, there's a very equal correlation between the percentage of whether it be whites, blacks, Hispanics, whoever, the rates at which those people end up in the, uh, the criminal justice system actually do correlate, and there's a causation factor there. But the causation has nothing to do with race. That's just a correlation. The actual cause has a lot more to do with the fatherless home, which is one thing that politicians hate to talk about, because, especially now, because 
they've been working so diligently, or some of them have been working at so diligently at uh, trying to destroy the the family unit, trying to to take the idea of family, fathers, mothers, uh, the family unit, the traditional family unit, trying to throw that out the window, trying to kick that out of our own society. And uh, so they don't want to talk about the correlation and causation between fatherless homes and juveniles entering the criminal justice system and things like that. Same thing with poverty, same thing with education. I, I mean, if you look at all those different all those different factors, all those different variables, the things that are involved in a in the upbringing of a child, you look at the uh, rate at which fatherless home or children from fatherless homes drop out of high school, uh, the rate at which fatherless homes or, or children in fatherless homes end up living in poverty and and end up with bad jobs and 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 not uh, not really embracing everything that life has to offer. It really comes down to the nucleus of the problem, and the nucleus of the problem is the breakdown of the American family. We cannot deny that correlation and causation. It's both, but the uh, the correlation has nothing to do with race, and it does a disservice to people of all races to try and call call race that causation. It's just ridiculous, and and we have to get past that. We have to move on beyond the ridiculousness that's spread by the troublemakers on social media, the uh, disingenuous people in our mainstream media, and the uh, politicians who benefit by keeping us mad and divided. And uh, so we just need to keep that in, in, in mind. So here's a neat, neat little side note that I came across when I was doing some research for this particular topic. And uh, something that I'd never known before, I love learning stuff. Every day you can learn something new is a great day. And one thing I learned when I was doing some research for this particular correlation versus causation topic was, did you know that in Germany and Denmark, statistical evidence shows a clear positive correlation between the population of storks and the birth rate spanning decades? As the stork population fluctuates, so does the number of newborns. How do you account for this pattern? The theory of the stork draws a simple causal link between the variables to argue that storks physically deliver babies. This statistical study shows why you can't conclude causation from correlation research alone. In reality, the correlation may be explained by third variables, such as weather patterns, environmental developments, etc., that caused an increase in both the stork and human populations or the link may be purely coincidental. Who knows? Very cool little story, though. I got that off a site that uh, you can certainly grab from me in the show notes about uh, correlation and causation. I just thought it was kind of a neat little kicker to throw into this episode because uh, who knew? Who knew that somebody would actually do a study that would try to correlate and prove causation between storks and babies being born? I thought it was a thing that started with Dumbo. I didn't know. But uh, anyways, correlation and causation. There is a lot to be said for what people do, what people say, what people don't say, what people imply. And uh, I think you just need to ask the question. When you see stuff in the news or when you see somebody, I don't care if they're your friend or 
or, or somebody you think is a trusted source on social media, when you see it, ask yourself, is there really a causal link here? Is it really something that makes sense? Does it pass the smell test? Or should I dive in a little bit further and find out if it's a simple correlation? Because again, correlation does not always imply causation. And uh, I think it's very important we realize that. So anyways, hope you got something out of this episode. I think it's a good topic. I think it's important. And I think people need to think about it more often. Correlation does not imply causation. Friends, I just want to say again how very, very grateful that I am that you took the time to join me for another Derate the Hate podcast episode. Please, share us with your friends. Share us with your network. If you haven't done so already, subscribe and talk your friends into doing the same. Feedback and ratings, wherever you get your audio, always greatly appreciated. And with that, I will just say get out there. Be kind to one another. Be grateful for everything that you've got. And remember, it's up to you to make each and every day the day that you want it to be. Friends, if there was anything in this episode that provided exceptional value to you, I would love to hear about it. Email me, wilk at wilksworld.com, or hit me up on most social media platforms. With that, I am going to back on out of here, and we will catch you next week. Take care.